With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to Letterman Road. This is the Buyer's Auto Practice Report. I am Austin Ward. That's Tim May and Jeremy Birmingham. The Buckeyes are a couple days away from traveling to uh, take on Michigan State, get back, get back to action after last week's cancellation. Now, we all know that there a lot can happen in the next two days, but uh, the Buckeyes have practiced Tuesday and Wednesday. They've got another one scheduled on Thursday. So all signs are still pointing towards Ohio State being able to play, potentially get uh, on track to stay for the Big Ten title game with the six-game minimum still in place. But a couple tests, including Friday night, um, 8 p.m. before the Buckeyes leave, I believe is what Ryan Day said. Uh, a little bit of a change from their normal routine, Tim, but uh, that's just the way 2020 goes. Yeah, they were going to basically do the same thing last Friday, if you remember correctly, and uh, uh, the late test. And because, you know, it, just clarify for our listeners uh, or watchers, uh, you know, when they, when, when they have a noon game, the test the night before is what matters in terms of whether somebody, you know, is positive. And uh, when they have an 8, 8 p.m. game on Saturday, it's a, a test around, uh, I think, around noon on the day of the game. And, you know, we know Justin Hilliard and the challenge he faced over there at Penn State. But, yes, uh, interesting, uh, you know, on the, on the Ryan Day show slash Kevin Wilson show slash uh, Larry Johnson show today. I mean, I think the most interesting thing that was finally revealed, which we've been talking about for a while, it looks like there's going to be a little bit of a coaching staff challenge, too, on Saturday. and. Uh, they didn't reveal what coaches were also involved uh, from the standpoint of a, maybe a positive test like Ryan Day was, but you know, kept moving Kevin Wilson to the to the uh, field is is one big change they're making, and because uh, he's going to assist uh, Larry Johnson in basically game tactics uh, along with calling the offense. But you know, we're all wait, eagerly awaiting the availability report uh, whenever it comes out, if indeed it does come out this week. Yeah, it's supposed to, and. Look, you know, without Ryan Day, you have to have a 10th, uh, you know, assistant that can be on the headsets and, and a full-time assistant. You know, Berm and I have kicked this around, Tim. I know the obvious choice here on the offensive staff would be Keenan Bailey. Uh, Berm, for anybody who doesn't know him and who might – he might be playing a bigger role this week. He's obviously been important to recruiting, but um, put you on the spot there. If, if they need to uh, make him that guy to help fill uh, Ryan Day's spot, what does Keenan Bailey bring the Buckeyes? I mean, Keenan's going to be a star in the coaching industry at some point. He's, he's been at Ohio State for five years now. Um, he's worked with the quarterbacks. He's worked with the receivers. He works with Corey Dennis now. He's the natural fit as a guy that understands the offense and understands the, the terminology and understands the culture better than anybody there. Um, and I don't want to bury the lead here. We're, we're talking about availability report. Let's be clear that Kevin Wilson did say something pretty important in his five minutes of, on the radio I show. I was going to get to it. I am burying the lead, but – yeah. Uh, for, for, he said that one of the big perks of being on the field was going to be the opportunity to look Justin in the eye uh, during the game. So for anyone wondering out there panicking, is Justin Fields going to play? Unless Kevin Wilson just set up the world's greatest, most elaborate, on-the-spot lie of all time, Justin Fields will be playing on Saturday. So let's we can all take a deep breath right there, right? We can exhale. Well, if, exhale. You, want, if you want to, there's still two days to go. 
Sure. Okay. Last week, uh, you know, the differences between this week and last, last Wednesday, the practice was not a practice. It was a walkthrough. This week, Ryan Day said the practice on Wednesday was a really good practice. Uh, I, I think that, you know, clearly 2020 has taught us anything can happen. But uh, the good news is the Buckeyes seem fully intent on playing. And whether that means one additional coach, two additional coaches, who the heck knows. But um, as of 1245 on Thursday, I was told that they don't know exactly what those plans are going to be to replace uh, Ryan Day. Yet. It's, it was interesting, you know, to listen to this. And obviously, Kevin Wilson slipping that in about Justin Fields is probably all anybody really wanted to hear from that show or this show uh, as we break it down on the buyer's auto practice report. But anytime they named specific players, I think people were probably jumping at that. And Kevin Wilson did that a couple times also with Luke Farrell uh, and other guys in that tight end room. Um, you know, Larry Johnson did that with Jonathan Cooper. Um, yep. We're Tim, uh, you know, we've talked about this going back to Luke last Farrell. Week. Yeah. When that availability report comes out, then, you know, that's the situation, whether Ohio state would, I don't think I don't expect them to do this. They could confirm it on Friday night with a travel roster because at that point, if you're not on the trip, you can't play. Uh, I don't expect that they will do that. They'll continue to wait until Saturday morning. But um, you know, the coaching staff, all three of those guys today on that radio show, mentioned they will be shorthanded. There will be other guys who have to step up. They talked specifically at one point about uh, the young guys in the defensive backfield and the secondary that may or may not be related. Uh, to COVID and, yeah. more, and more directly tied to what happened against Indiana. Yeah, that, that might be more Penix-19 than uh, COVID-19, but uh, you're exactly right. Uh, uh, you know, I'm expecting several starters not to be around on Saturday, just based on what I've heard, just like I had heard that, uh, you know, there might be a, a, a person or two or more on the coaching staff who might not be available on Saturday. And like you just talked about, about Ken Bailey, I mean, you know, that I, I – I, uh, what do you call it? I confirm everything that uh, Berm had to say about that young man. I mean, we've watched him grow, you know, ridiculously uh, into that role, into the role of being a full-time coach for somebody one of these days. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how that goes down on Saturday. But, but, but yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, I think there's a chance on both sides of the ball they could be missing a starter or two or three. Uh, we'll, like you said, we have to wait to see what happens. It did seem like um, – uh, Kevin Wilson was very excited when he was asked about uh, number two and number five on the Ohio State offense, uh, Garrett Wilson and uh, Chris Olave. Uh, would be, you know, how exciting it would be to see them playing again. So uh, maybe let one drop there that, in fact, they'll be available. We'll see. But uh, we're all keen to see the active list. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it makes it hard to really <clears throat> dive too far into this. You know, we've got yep. our – Bold predictions coming on Friday and you know, score prediction on, on Saturday morning. Like, you know, it, it is difficult. Ohio State is still top to bottom, so much more talented than Michigan State. But even if you don't know which five, six players may be out, it still shouldn't necessarily change the outcome. But you don't know exactly, Berm, how the game might play out, if it, depending on what positions those are, how that changes the plans, and uh, whether, you know, Kevin Wilson elects for a more conservative game plan if the weather's bad. I mean, all these factors that, you know, normally I don't even consider have, have me kind of, you know, rethinking what kind of game we'll actually see on Saturday. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say this and I figured I'd wait, but when you're talking roster one to 85, Ohio state is so much better than Michigan state that it shouldn't matter uh, if they lose six guys or four starters or six starters. I mean, 
as we mentioned last week, as long as number one is out there and as long as he has a couple of his primary guys on the outside, I don't think that you're going to see a, a major shift in what they're capable of doing. Now, what they actually do is certainly going to be interesting to watch. But um, the Buckeyes recruit better than anybody in the country, and, and you do that for moments like this. Um, I don't know that a head coach not being available makes that big of a difference to Vegas. Certainly doesn't seem to because this, the number there is over three touchdowns for a road game. Uh, with yeah. all this stuff happening. So, um, you know, what what you said, though, is accurate. We, we we can talk about all the stuff that we're blue in the face, but until an availability report comes out or a travel roster tomorrow on Friday, it, it is sort of just uh, a crapshoot. And Yeah, but, you know, it, it's interesting about this. And, you know, without a doubt about the rosters, you're right. But if you let one or two players on their side who are pretty good players uh, go off like, like they did in the second half against uh, Indiana, you know, Ty Freifogel probably earned Big Ten, uh, Big Ten, all Big Ten from just his performance in that game. You know, he and Michael Penix Jr. developed a relationship there in the second half of that game that was uncanny. Uh, but Antoine Simmons can be a disruptor for their defense. You know, he can come out of nowhere and make a play, which if you can be playing extremely well, and all of a sudden you have a couple of turnovers, you know, like Ohio State had against Indiana, and it can be a kind of a different ball game. But you're right, uh, Berm. When you look at what Las Vegas keeps saying about this game, you know, they do at least as much diligence as probably we do, you know, about about the matchups. And they probably already know who is and isn't starting, et cetera. You know, they we have, have a little no bit of a clue. Yeah, they don't need to report it. They just need to know. No. They just need to know. All they're worried about is, well, at the end of the day, did they make out, you know? Yeah. And I'm, they always almost always make out. So go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, and, and Berm, you know, to your point, I remember – at the end of last year when, when Mark D'Antonio uh, was organizing his messy exit and people were asking you and I, uh, you know, what, is there anybody that, that Ohio State could take from Michigan State? Is, will anybody be in the transfer portal? And you look, I don't think that there's anyone on Michigan State's team that would start for Ohio State. And Simmons, Tim brought up, is the only one, but Ohio State has played at such a high level at linebacker. Yeah. You know, Great. I, I, I've always been, and I don't. This isn't a Michigan State show, so I don't want to dive too down, too far down this rabbit hole. But I love Xavier Henderson at safety. I think he is a, a okay. guy that from Pickerington, Ohio, who should have been a Buckeye four years ago. Um, I, I think that they should have taken him, and if he would have been available in the transfer portal, I think he'd be starting at Ohio State. Um, uh, Antoine Simmons, obviously, is a guy who was committed to Ohio State for a long time uh, before ending up Michigan State. And I know Antoine is one of my favorite recruits in the last handful of years. There's nothing he would like better than to end his time at Michigan State with a win in Ann Arbor across the street from his old high school at Ann Arbor Pioneer and then a win against Ohio State uh, to, you know, put a cap around on that decision to, to flip years ago. Um, but, yeah, the, he couldn't start at Ohio State ahead of any of the current starting linebackers as good as he's been. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's not a roster that – the Buckeyes are going to look at even a guy like Ty Freifogel at Indiana. You saw glimpses of that. You did see Ricky White, the wide receiver at Michigan State, who had a big game against Michigan. But every wide receiver in the country has had a big game against Michigan to this point. So you don't know how much to stock to put in that. Um, yeah, I agree. I'm just talking about they're better players. I didn't say they would be necessarily starters at, yeah. at, at Ohio State, et cetera. You know, but it's Michigan State. Been, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's not like they're playing against, you know, uh, Illinois or, or something like right. that. It's Michigan State. So right. you, you do have to respect them. Um, and you but, have to 
and you also have to take into account this team has gained some confidence, man. I mean, you know, confidence is a huge thing. I mean, just think about their two wins. I mean, you know, and the ramifications you know, for both of those wins. I mean, taking Northwestern out of the unbeaten column and, and beating their rival. I mean, those are those are huge confidence builders for a team that's otherwise knows it's not going to win a championship this year, but is building for the future, et cetera. And yeah. you know, and and what strange you know, just what strange circumstances all the way around. It's going to be like 32, 34 degrees at kickoff, and the wind will be like eight or ten miles an hour, et cetera, you know, and uh, Ohio State hadn't played in two weeks, you know. How many teams in the country have beaten two top 15 teams this year? Yeah. I mean, Michigan yeah. State may be one of like th- two or three that have done it. So, yeah. Um, you know, whether or not those teams are top 15 teams now or deserve to be Which when they Which they certainly were, are not. When they deserve – when they were ranked. Regardless, I mean, it's still two top – 15 wins you know what hey uh, i yeah but i had i had jack ebling you know as a host of radio show up there it's a a syndicated radio show up there but he made a great point like you were talking about berm he said you know the funny thing about ohio state uh if you took their recruiting class from last year for example or even the one coming up this year uh if any other big 10 team got one of those play almost any one of those players that probably would have been the highest rated player in their recruiting class are close to it. Now, it's a little bit hyperbole, of course, but that's not, that's not a lot of hyperbole, though. That's, yeah. I mean, that, you know that, that's, the, that's, that is that's the, the truth. Differential. That's the differential everyone else in the Big Ten is dealing with right now when it plays Ohio State. That, that is not a, a lot of hyperbole, and it bores itself out against a team like Michigan State more than it does against Michigan or Penn State, who have recruited well, despite the fact that they're struggling yes. on the field. Uh, Penn State is not recruiting well this cycle, and Michigan – is struggling now to hold on to a couple of its top guys in the class of 2021, but I digress. We, we have a lot of digressions when we don't get any uh, normal availability to chance to chance to talk with the coaching staff or the players throughout the week. That's been another adjustment the Buckeyes have made. They have been practicing, but only that uh, glimmer of conversation on the Ryan Day Coaches Show is all we have to work with heading into Saturday. So we've had to make it up as we go. And a lot of digressions, of course, came up on the Buyers Auto Practice Report. That's Tim May and Jeremy Birmingham. I'm Austin Ward. Stay with us at Letterman Row for full coverage of Ohio State and Michigan State on Saturday at noon. Cross your fingers. We will see you there. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.